Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Bikini and the Brain podcast. My name is Ashley Kaltwasser, and I'm here with head coach Adam Bonia of TeamElitePhysique.com. And uh, wow, we had quite the weekend, huh? It was quite the weekend. Woo! Arnold Classic Bikini International 2023. That's a wrap. In the books. In the books. Another one for the books. And the beginning of the 2023 season. For me, anyway. Yeah. Yay! That's that's definitely the most, like, exciting. You know, it's so exciting. The season started, you know? It's It's so cool. It's nice to get it it going, finally. My goodness. It just, even though that gap between Olympia and, and Arnold wasn't that long, it was from, when was Olympia? December? Ten weeks ago. 10 weeks ago. 11 weeks ago now, yeah. So 11 weeks ago, a little gap in between, but seemed like forever because it's a long time for me not to compete. Yeah. So how do you, how did you think it all went? How do you think uh, the Arnold was this year as a, as a show? As a show, very organized, well ran, but like, man, the Arnold and the Olympia, they just take so much more out of you than the typical show. Like, you know. If it's any other show, I can sometimes fly in on Friday morning before check-in and then, um, oh, should I pause? Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, So I can just um, fly in before athlete check-in on Friday and then just, you know, do my thing on stage. But, you know, for the Arnold and the Olympia, it's like you got to do the athlete meeting, the meet the athletes the whole prejudging and finals usually there's a big app in between so there's a lot that goes into it not to mention all the photo shoots and everything else associated with it and extra pressure extra stress just because it is a bigger show so definitely takes a lot out of you and it doesn't help that it's like not in our time zone you know three hours difference from the east coast to here in vegas and I'm currently experiencing that post-show hangover <laughs> feeling, um, which no alcohol involved. It basically just means I am exhausted from all the festivities. <laughs> I, we flew back in uh, yesterday evening, so at least you got to sleep really well. Yeah, I was really lucky. I just knocked out at like 8.39 until about 9 this morning. And then I'm, I'm like, jealous. I, I, feel, I was like, hey, I'm, I feel like I'm 100% again. So. Jeez. I'm jealous. Well, poor Ashley, your well, sleep is just so. Oh man, it didn't. That that whole thing didn't help. I was I was in Ohio for like over a week because I was visiting my family. Um, I didn't really get any good sleep in in the time since I've left. So, hopefully, sometime soon I'll get it. But yes, I am still wearing the same outfit as I wore <laughs> after the show. No shame. I just <laughs> just just don't have the energy to change. Now, obviously, I'm not working out today either. So I just need a few days to to recover, get back on track, get back into the flow and routine. Just give me a few days, guys. A few days. Yeah. So I'll <laughs> say, as um, I guess, as a fan of the sport and as a fan of you know expos that I go to a couple times a year. Uh, This was, I was very happy with the expo, you know, the Mm -hmm. expo's back. It's not the best expo I've ever been to, but it was up there. You know, it was really, it was really high up there. Um, You know, considering it's the first like big expo since everything was closed down. I mean, it was, it was the biggest, it was bigger than the Olympia's expo. It was, it was a really big expo. People had a lot of fun. It just felt normal again. Felt like life was normal again here, which was, which was nice. We got to go to the pro gym, which is a, the going to the pros gym at the Arnold Classic. If you guys have never been to the Arnold Classic, you got to go to the pros gym. It's like these are all like the mandatory things. You got to go to the pro gym. You got to go to the expo. You got to go to the show um, to to really like have the whole experience. 
so it's a double-edged sword because everyone's at the pro gym and it's very, very cramped. So your workouts are essentially, my workout there was essentially, okay, jump on a machine that's available for back one day. And then whenever another back machine opened up, I ran to that one, stayed on it for however many sets I had to, till the next one was open. Oh, man. <laughs> and then, and so it was like, I think one machine I was on for like eight sets until a back machine opened up. And then I was like, okay, three sets. And then so it's like, it's kind of like that. There's no, it, it's so tight in there, but it's cool. Everyone's having fun and, mm -hmm. and shooting. And it What's really the funny, I guess this is me kind of, I guess being a hater, I guess, I don't know. But the funniest part is there's all these like massive dudes, right? There's like massive dudes, like high level bikini wellness figure pros. Like we're talking the, you know, the most beautiful physiques in the world. Right. And those guys are always, they're always, you know, super nice, respectful, very gym going people. They have great gym etiquette and whatnot. But then you always have like these small dudes who are like too small to even compete in men's physique. And they're like the only two guys in the gym with their shirt off. <laughs> oh, for real? They still do that. They still do that. And I'm like, I'm like, you guys realize like who's next to you, right? <laughs> like literally everyone in here is like, 50 pounds bigger of muscle on you. And they're the only ones. So you got to give them credit for having the confidence, right? But at the same time, you're like, what are you, what's going on up there? <laughs> like, oh, why, do, why do you think this is the, this is the area, this is the time, right? Oh. So, um, but it, it's a fun, it's a fun experience. The owners of the pro gyms are always super nice. Um, you know, it's just a good, it's just a good time. I had a lot of good time at the expo. I had to meet a lot of people. I saw the Angels fashion show was, was probably their best one they've ever done. A ton, a huge turnout. The audience stayed for that. So it was just a cool it was really cool. and It was awesome um, seeing the the show. The quality of the competitors were really good. Bodybuilding had its drama too with with uh, Samson winning. And so there was anytime you see like something like that happen, you're like, whoa! And bikini, obviously Laura Lee won, and that had its own thing because she finished at fifth at the Olympia too. So there's a there's a lot there's just a lot of like excitement. You know, there's a lot mm -hmm. of as a fan, it's like, whoa! Oh, cool! Oh, she won! Oh, Samson's gonna win! That's crazy! You know, it was, it was just uh, it was a good it was it was fun on that side of things. So. Um, if you guys are ever able to go to an Olympia or an Arnold um, and, you know, stay for a few days, I'd highly recommend it. It keeps you motivated, you know, on, unless you do this show. On Monday, you can't wait to get into the gym. <laughs> poor poor really? Ashley. Can't wait to get into the gym on Monday? Yeah. If like, you compete? No, no, If you unless you do the show. Oh. Unless oh. you do the show. Like, if yeah. you're just a fan. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just mm -hmm. like... Ain't that the truth, man? Yeah, but all, every the competitor, though, they're like, they're they're doing what you're doing. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some though that are actually uh, already back at it. Yeah. Lucky, <laughs> but it's gonna take me a few days to get get back on my Vegas schedule. You yeah. know, yeah. And the show itself lasted pretty late too. That's the thing about these big shows is like, yeah, it'd be nice to get out out of the venue by five. Yeah. <laughs> and what? When did it end? Like nine thirty or ten? Or something? Uh, ten. Yeah, it was ten. Oh, that's late for me. Yeah, it was ten because I had to look at restaurants open after ten. Oh yeah. goodness, yeah, that's really late for me. So, yeah. Well, you know, only twice a year one of these big shows happens, so definitely takes a while just to get back on track. Yeah, and then um, also in the the amateur show was great. You know, um, it was because I was thinking. I just it reminded me because Courtney uh, went right to the gym after she won. Really? We went to Pro's Gym right after she won, yeah. Oh, my god! I know. She's nuts, right? Like that in, is crazy. Like, she had her show tan on, and it was raining, so she had, like, tan leaking down her legs. Oh, my God. And that's so hardcore. She, I was like, yeah, I didn't really think about it until now until you said that. But, yeah, she – so, uh, Coach Courtney, if you guys don't know, she won her pro card. She won the overall in wellness and the amateur and hey. got her pro card. So, we're going to have her on the podcast here next week um, talking about that and talking about wellness and, and listening to your body and whatnot. But – um. Yeah, that was super exciting. You know, it was it's fun. You know, when you see when you see someone who's worked so hard and one of our coaches and 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 Sam helps her with her prep, and it's like 
it's, it's just an exciting, rewarding part of this, you know, to see those things, those accomplishments, those milestones. It keeps you motivated. Yeah. So, yeah. Congrats to Courtney. And it's cool because she actually, since she won the overall as an amateur, she gets to return as a pro next year yeah. with that automatic invite, which is kind of cool. So the winners of the overall amateur divisions get an automatic invite to the um, the international competition, the Arnold International the following year. So that's kind of cool. One of our um, own coaches and, and athletes got, got that um, invite already for next year. Well, not she will get it, yeah. but it's an automatic thing. Unless they change the rules, which they better not. Yeah, I think as <laughs> so, long as she applies, she gets yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's really cool. So you'll have a few athletes, hopefully, you know, yeah. uh, next year at the Arnold. Hopefully one of them's me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty exciting. So yay. that's a fun one. It's such a what a what a reward being an athlete uh, as an amateur. Because this year, if you guys are watching bikini, probably a lot of you saw uh, Ukachi in the show, and you were like, "Who who is this? How did she get to the Arnold?" Well, that's how it was her pro debut. That's why you guys probably don't know who she was. It was her pro debut, and she got to the Arnold. It's her first pro show, which is crazy, you know. And I was telling I was telling Courtney, I was like, you know, hopefully you get to the Olympia one day and and all that, but. Even if you don't, like the Arnold being your show, like mm -hmm. that's an awesome career saying, you know, yeah. I did the Arnold, I got a pro card. Like even that, even just that is mm -hmm. an awesome career, you know? So for, for how, um, how much of a reward that is, I think there should be a lot of, a lot more people doing the Arnold, you know? Um, I, I think we had, there was a good turnout for the Arnold amateur, but it wasn't like considering the reward is the doing the Arnold. You, you think it would be deeper, you know, you think it'd be bigger show. Um, now it is very few girls get a pro card. So um, that's why it usually is less. But yeah, yeah for, so you guys know, yeah, if you want to do the Arnold and you want to, you're, you're close to getting a pro card, like give it a shot because you get in there next year and you get to compete with the big dogs right away. So it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. She actually I've, placed eighth out of nine too. She did, she did oh. great. Yeah, she ended up beating out uh, Alessia and placed above someone who just recently won a show. So it kind of, it's nice. It kind of instantly builds your name a little bit, makes the judges aware of who you are. Yeah. So that's cool too. Totally. And I, I actually got that invite too. Um, cause I won the Arnold amateur overall in 2012. So in 2013, I got that automatic Arnold. That's so cool. So, yeah. yeah. It is pretty cool. But yeah, I agree with you. The, um, I was surprised I didn't see more amateurs. I, I hate to pull it back in my day, but back in my day <laughs> at the Arnold amateur, there was hundreds of competitors, hundreds. Um, so I'm not sure if people are just getting intimidated now. Um, that they think, oh, it's the Arnold amateur. I shouldn't even try. Um, maybe that's the reason. I'm not quite sure. Or there's more opportunities um, overseas in other countries to get a pro card. That could be the reason as well. Just um, because, you know, um, years ago there wasn't all those shows overseas for the international athletes. So they had to come at the Arnold to get their pro card. So maybe that's another reason. But I was surprised. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely a couple of the reasons. So as a coach, one of the things that I'll do, like personally, is if I have athletes who are, are good and they, they're probably getting close to being good enough to do a, get their pro card, I, I usually will hold them back from a big show like the Amateur Olympia or Amateur Arnold um, because it's like, you know, it is one pro card or two pro cards in bikini. Um, just one in wellness. So it's like you better like you better be not just good. You better be great to win that overall, you know. So yeah. So unless they, there's another reason they have to do it. Like, let's say they're, um, they're Canadian and they could only do North Americans, the Olympia amateur and the Arnold in the U S right. Th those shows are, or universe too. 
um, then, you know, their options are limited or um, sometimes you get people who are on that don't have a green card and they want to do it. That's the only option type of thing. So those are, that's kind of what you ran into. But before you're right, they had, they didn't have those amateur Olympias everywhere. And so there was like almost no opportunity to get a pro card. And so you'd have to come and do that, or you'd um, submit for a pro card to the IFBB to, and show them your resume kind of, sort of speak. And they may or may not approve you based on your resume. That's how we used to have to get pro cards overseas before. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny. It was totally different back then how we'd get pro cards. You'd have to get a resume of, shows so you'd have someone just do a bunch of shows and it's like you know and you just never knew when you're going to get your pro card overseas you'd say oh well she's won 10 shows why don't you submit now for a pro card and maybe you'll get it and so the arnold amateur though if you won your overall class and you were from another country you would get it but not if you were actually winning the overall from the u.s yeah <laughs> which sucks <laughs> uh, um just to, look, to give them a little background because they have no idea probably what you're referring to um back back when i was competing um you couldn't win a pro card as an, an American um, at the Arnold's. Um, it's definitely changed now, but that that would uh, mean that the other athletes from other countries, they could submit like for their pro card and petition for their pro card if they won their height class at the Arnold. So what happened was these other girls from different countries that won their height class at the Arnold Amateur ended up getting their pro card before me, although I beat them in the overall. I was the overall winner, and I beat all the height classes. Um, But since they were from a different country, they petitioned for that pro card, and I didn't have that luxury, so I had to get mine at Team Universe that year. So, yeah, it was uh, (laughs) frustrating because I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. I beat everyone and. I didn't get a pro card, but they did. <laughs> oh, well. It, it's all in the past. Yeah. It all worked out. Everything happens for a reason. But I was like, dang it. <laughs> so going into, let's go into the the, the competition of mm-hmm. the Arnold. How did you how did you feel about everything? And, and how does, you know, obviously the show went super. So to the expediters and the people who ran the show, I mean, it's always such a killer job. Over, honestly, the Arnold's overly prepared. They're not even just prepared. They're like prepared times two. Oh, yeah. You know? get there early, wait there in a holding area. Like you're, everything's, it's just so, I mean, you, it really does feel like a professional level show when you're right here. Yeah, I agree. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that too, because sometimes shows, not a lot, but I've been to shows before. Most of them would be overseas where I'm just like, I have no clue what's going on. I'm hearing three different things. And, but yeah, they're very organized. They make sure everyone's on the same page. We got like athlete packets, emails, notifications, like be here at this time, be there. So everyone was on the same page. So that made it less stressful. Um, but yeah, as far as the show and the prep and everything, I can honestly say this was one of my more exhausting preps. Um, you know, it, it was definitely tougher than usual. We tried different, like, prepping techniques, um, but also what didn't make it as easy was I really, my sleep was extra bad <laughs> weeks leading up to it. Um, but, you know, that's they're not always going to be easy preps. Um, but I think, like, now that I am in shape, it's yeah. I'm really good at maintaining, so... Psh- that shouldn't be a problem for me just to kind of like maintain. Um, but as far as the actual show itself, I felt like I made some improvements and then um, things that I still need to improve on. Now, we haven't gotten like 
judges feedback yet so it's hard to say exactly what but from like a visual standpoint from what we could see there's obviously still things that I can improve on of course there always is no matter what um so I think some things that did improve already that I could notice right off the bat is um my presentation got a little little smoother I would say now it's not like the best ever like I I have a very kind of plain jean style of, of posing so it's not like the most extravagant flamboyant routine and of course posing in routines that's subjective anyway you can't necessarily say one is better than the other because everyone has their own style but I, de I definitely felt smoother so I'm not sure if that came through in the actual routine but for me it felt better um my walking as well felt smoother a little easier um and I would say from a physique standpoint um, I feel like my shoulders got a little bit broader. I don't want to say bigger, but like broader. So maybe that's like an upper back improvement or, or shoulders, but it's always hard to tell too, is cause like we didn't get much photos back yet. Most of the content we saw was just from like iPhone, but something to always keep in mind too, is like every show is going to have different lighting and different angles from what the photographers shoot from, right? You can go to one show and be just as lean as the other one, but you might look softer because the lighting is bright and more forward facing versus like another show where the light's coming down from above and it's dimmer lighting. So it's always hard to tell and pinpoint exactly because of the angles and the lighting. But I mean, that's kind of like you have to just see what you got as far as like the feedback from the judges, which we haven't gotten yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as, yeah, and as far as your prep goes too. So we had, it was a little bit of a, strange like a strange leading up to the Arnold which wasn't very not very much not typical scenario um because coming out of the Olympia when you were you were sick for like a week and then your weight was at what was it 217 or one set yeah I was 217 <laughs> yeah, yeah I put on 100 I put on 100 pounds <laughs> after the Olympia 117. um within the so span yeah of three days we, I put on 100 pounds Considering you did a pretty good job, <laughs> considering you did a pretty good job, <laughs> so <laughs> we selling we've selling programs like crazy today. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on what kind of weight. Give me, you know? give me that hundred pound ten week weight loss. But <laughs> <laughs> so she was one one seventeen after the Olympia, um, and on stage at the Olympia was in full shape was like one nineteen one twenty right this year. So, um, so she was three pounds or so lighter, but not in Olympia shape after the Olympia because she got sick. Um, so we, we, you know, we raised calories up. We tried gaining back that fullness that we lost for a little while. It didn't take too long to get it, but then we pushed calories. So, um, you know, hindsight that did make the prep maybe a week harder than it had to be. Um, but we were trying to get more fullness and get everything we could out of that mini little time period we had and recovery period that we had after the initial, you know, being sick. Everyone got that Olympia flu, whatever that was. It not Olympia cron strain. Dude, every, everyone got that. And it's, I know. it beat everyone up um on Except for just, you yeah i don't know what happened you know what's crazy i don't get sick like i think i've been sick once since i've known you but when i get sick it's like i hope i don't die sick it <laughs> you, was, you got yeah you got the coronavirus yeah i got the corona and i was like i'm in perfect shape for the corona like i don't need anything you know and i was i was like i'm gonna you be lost fine your voice and you I remember dude i've got beat up i was there was two days where i was like I might have to go to the hospital, you know, and I, t I probably stupidly just tough guided at the house and was just on the phone with people, but there's times I couldn't breathe very good. So I don't, I don't, I don't get sick. I've been sick. I remember like two times in the last, like maybe 15 years, 
the last time I went to the hospital. <laughs> it was like the flu. Oh. Yeah, so it just, yeah. So hopefully I don't get this one yeah. from this, this expo. I hope so either. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it did, beat, it did beat you up. And even though, um, you know, it wasn't technically in your prep, but it was like there was a recovery period of that. And then, um, you know, your, your, net, your net difference, though, I think you did, you got pretty close to exactly where you would have been either way. Maybe you would have been a pound heavier or something at the end. But yeah, no, I, I hats off to you for how hard you worked because you. considering considering how everything was going in the timeline and everything, I think I think many other people would have pulled out with mm -hmm. that scenario because you did have I mean, it a lot went against you in this prep for sure. That being sick, you not getting sleep, us having to raise calories, us having to go through a gaining period when we didn't, you know, typically wouldn't do that in between. So it was like, you know, you were all over the place on this one. It was like down, up, up, down, try to get back to where we need to be. Can't sleep now that we're trying to get back to where we need to be. Hopefully we can get back to where we need to be. Okay, we're where we need to be. It's yeah. Thursday. <laughs> like, it's like, man, it was, it was a, it was a roller coaster this right. morning. Right. Well, what made it difficult too is because, um, I don't know if you guys know on your end, but you have to apply to get invited for the Arnold, right? So you have to basically ask the Arnold committee, Hey, can you invite me? And those were due before the Olympia happened. And I think this is what really kind of messed people up is because a lot of people were waiting on to see how they looked and how they felt at the Olympia to then put in for the Arnold invite, right? And we didn't have that luxury. We had to put it in before the Olympia. So a lot of people kind of felt a little trapped, I think, after yeah. because it's like maybe they didn't do as well at the Olympia or maybe they something went uh, like uh, in a way where they needed more time and wouldn't ideally want to do the Arnold. But since they already submitted for it, they kind of trapped themselves into it just because of the timing. Yeah. It won't be like it this year because the Olympia is earlier, but kind of like bad, bad uh, windows, I guess. The window was really rough this year for yeah. the Olympia because it wasn't just, so, so you guys know, from what I heard, 1600 people apply to the, Olymp the Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. So 1600. So you got to figure out a bikini, let's say it's one, one, probably one sixth of that. I imagine there's more bikini competitors and more well, bikini and men's physique. So you got to figure out of that 1600, what are we talking here? 300, something like that in the neighborhood, somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 is rough numbers. Um, you know, that's 300 girls going through Christmas and going through new year's without knowing, cause they were released on the fifth. The, if who, who the list was released on the fifth or the sixth. So they went through Christmas and new year's thinking, Maybe I'll get in. So how many out of one, I'm one in 300, right? Or nine mm -hmm. in 300, 10 in 300. How many of them actually were probably thinking, oh, I'm not going to get invited, you know? And then they find out on the sixth and they're like, oh crap, I'm whatever, eight weeks out at that point or whatever it is, nine weeks out, eight weeks out. Like a lot of them I think are, are like, I, I probably shouldn't have celebrated so hard on Christmas and New Year's. You right. know? And so now they're like, okay, I need to lose 15 pounds in nine weeks. I don't think I'm going to be, you know, whatever. And also I just lost to, you know, I mean, the the Arnold was pretty much the Olympia light, really, is what it was. I mean, it's, there was a lot of those girls that mm -hmm. were there, you know. So, there, to to I could see it from the competitors' perspective of it not making a lot of logical sense to to try to catch up and to compete against people were when they were at their best just a few weeks ago. They still lost, right? right. So it's a it's a I understand it on, on that on that end of things. Mm -hmm. So and then also something to be said as well is like, you know, once they kind of invite you, you're not really supposed to not really supposed to drop out. Yeah. It's kind of, um, it can be a little tricky, uh, depending on your scenario. Now, if you're injured or whatever, or sick, that's one thing, but like, you know, I, I, we even got kind of like warned like, Hey, once this list comes out, it's probably not 
not a good idea to to drop out once yeah. it's it's put out there. So it kind of like traps you a little bit, you know, once you're invited. So it's like, eh, yeah, it's a, t- it's a tough, it's a rock and a hard place situation. Mm-hmm. So, but in the end, uh, you know, it turned out really good. I mean, there was the, the competitor list though. A lot of it was smaller, you know, you had seven in some classes and you had, um, you know, it was between seven and like 10 mostly. Right. They invited 10 and then some people didn't had to drop out due to injury or sickness or yeah whatever. there was but the the level was super high i mean there was just so much there was so much um like i don't want to i don't have any other word besides saying drama but not in a bad way like just a dramatic arnold like all these things happen you know it's samson beating out nick laura lee coming back after the olympia mishap right where she got fifth um which she was probably the projected winner that year so like it's it's a uh, yeah it was just it was just there was a lot of uh aaron repeated so it was just like it was just cool it was just a fun like a fan a fan favorite Arnold, you know, I, as a, as a fan, when you're sitting there, like I remember being a fan when Ronnie Coleman was competing and you'd go to the Olympia and you're like, you're kind of just there like knowing he's going to win. Cause he won so many of them, you know, you're like on year six and you're like, Oh, well, it's, he looks amazing. It's awesome. You know, he looked, he looks better than last year, just as good as last year. He's going to win again. Like it was like, so he was so far away from everyone that it was just like obvious and it, it get kind of boring at a certain point. So when these things happen, because everyone thought Nick was the favorite to win this one, right? Because he won it last year and he beat everyone out that was there and he was looking better than he's ever looked. And then all of a sudden, the, like the momentum started changing as like a fan and you're like, wow, Samson, Samson. There was a period where I thought Nick was third for a period. I was looking at um, Andrew Jacked and I was looking at him. Andrew Jacked is his physique. And I know most of you guys are bikini don't probably don't see it, but I feel like him or Samson are going to be like the next Mr. Olympia, if Andrew can pick up his speed on, on how much muscle he builds, I think he can beat um, Samson to the punch because he's so pretty. Like his physique is just so ridiculously pretty, and and he have all these these three different physiques. Samson's like the closest to Ronnie, and and Andrew Jack is just like carved out of granite, just this beautiful physique like of art. And then you have um, the monster, like a monster, which is which is Nick. He's just like a, a you know, total beefcake, right? So you're like, what are you going to pick with? And whatever. So it was just cool to see all these transitional things starting to happen. And then Rami, who people thought might just come back and take the whole thing. It might've just been a mishap at the Olympia. So it was less cool as a fan to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and, and, and as far as like the men's physique goes too, you know, I'm someone who's been vocal about, you know, men's physique getting really, really big, getting a little bit too big. It looks like they're controlling the size a little bit more. Um, it looks like they're, they're, somewhat tapering it back down the, the guys they're picking so it's been cool to watch you know see them how they they're doing their corrections and whatnot so yeah as a fan very happy mm-hmm. so absolutely beefcake beefcake yeah nick nick the beefcake <laughs> i yeah. wish that would be a word to describe me maybe <laughs> one day beefcake i'm such a beefcake <laughs> oh goodness but yeah it was it was great and it was also nice to see a lot of people who our viewers and listeners of the podcast. That was awesome to meet everyone. And um, do you want to? Oh, you want to do our plug? Let's, let's. No, you do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you pointed to it, so I was like, "Oh, you want to do it?" <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, you're gonna speak upon it. Yes. Okay. All right, guys. So, uh, we are gonna start doing this thing for the year. I'm wearing. I'm wearing merch. People have been asking for merch, and you know what's funny is people want asked me to make a team cockroach shirt. Oh no! 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 <laughs> Like no 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 we don't do that Adam. Okay, no, I'm not. I'm not that egotistical. You know what? They ask for it. People no, ask for it. Okay. No no no. If well, you want to make go, one, guys. go for it. I will not. Okay. No, I'm not. No. Well, maybe I'll make like a cockroach in like a bikini no, no. and put it out there. So okay, so like, 
All right, let me tell you about the, the, the merchandise. All right, so there's this company that just, they print your logo on shirts and stuff. And so we put this bikini in the brain stuff. It's on the YouTube. It's only on the YouTube. The, the website won't have any of it. The website is stuff that we keep at uh, for our athletes and we don't make any profit on that. Um, it's like, well, it's like $3. It goes to the shipper and all that stuff. So it's, we sell it pretty much at cost on the website, any team apparel. But on this site, um, on the YouTube, we are going to be doing this thing for the miracles of Christmas. Um, it's this, this guy in Austin, he gives toys to underprivileged kids, kids who don't get toys at Christmas. And that's something that Goob actually introduced me to. And I donated to them last year. And I figured, you know what, this is like a free service. It doesn't cost me any time or anything like that. And I'd rather not take the money. So we have it on the YouTube now where you can buy bikini in the brain merch, um, a bunch of random stuff on there. And it's on the YouTube link and anything, any profit we make for the remainder of the year will go to the miracles of Christmas. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's going to be a few hundred dollars or thousands of dollars, but whatever it is, hundred percent of it, uh, that, that we get is going to go to them and hopefully give some kids some toys for Christmas. And, uh, yeah. And so, you know, with, with my upbringing and stuff, I like that. I like that stuff. Cause that's, that was kind of my scenario. So, um, anytime I can help out with that, I think it, it's, it's great and doesn't cost us anything. So why not? Love it. Such yeah. a good idea. I yeah. love it so much. So yeah. And if you yeah. guys are, if you guys don't want to buy anything, miracles of Christmas, they have an Instagram, you could donate to them and it's just small, like $10 toys and stuff. But it, when you don't have anything, it means a lot to a kid. You know, I didn't even look forward to Christmas and birthdays. Cause I know it put so much pressure on my mom. Like I just didn't even enjoy it. Um, cause she was like, you know, single mom worked three jobs and it was like, it just didn't even want to add that to her stress. So I just like these things cause it's, you could see them and these kids are all happy in their pictures and getting toys. And it's like, you know, it's Christmas for them. So it's, it's just cool. So anyway, that's hopefully we can generate some funds for them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Love it. Cool. So anyway, so, yeah. that's the merch. That's the merch stock. That's what these cups are. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I got excited about that. If I cut you off. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> I love it. It was such a cool thing. So what a good what a good idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I would say that um, handing it off to you, Adam, as far as like how the bikini portion went, since that's what we're most, I guess, into bikini. Yeah. How do you think the show went? I I know I mentioned things I can Im- or things that went well on my end and things I can improve on. There's still lots to be done. Yeah. You know, um, I always say I'm a work in progress. <laughs> so as everyone should be, no one should ever be satisfied and just be like, yep, good enough. So we're always looking for improvements. And, um, you know, I think for me too, it's kind of, you know, as I see the shows happening and stuff, I do feel like I'm quite small in comparison uh, to the lineup. So that's something that we always have to kind of keep an eye on with the fullness and everything like that. Um, you know, when I say small too, I don't mean height wise. I'm five foot five. So I'm, I'm average. I'm, you know, alongside with the other girls, I'm average. Um, but as far as like structure wise, I'm, I'm a bit petite. So it's something that we have to always just, you know, keep in mind and consider when doing like shows and stuff and staying full and everything like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's, that's funny. We can go in, I think we should go into it a little bit, what Mm -hmm. people kind of expect to see, um, for the remainder of this year. And I don't think anything really changed from the Olympia to now there was, was pretty much the similar, similar thing. The one thing that would I would say that changed a lot from the Olympia to the Arnold was just you were only the only small structure in that first kind of call out group, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it makes you look a little bit smaller when they're not when the ESA or Janet's not there with the smaller structures too. So, um, so that's that's kind of be the you know luck of the draw type of scenario of who just is there at that show. Um, but yeah, they went with a, a pretty full physique. Um, you know the conditioning levels were not as tight as they've been before, which, you know, I think 
in terms of the conditioning, I think that that's a, that's a good, that's a positive direction. I think it's a, a more obtainable conditioning for some people, but for some people, they don't look as good, not as conditioned. You have Evie. She looks great when she's lean. You have Ellie who looks good when she's lean. Alessia was there. She looks good when she's lean. And Ashley, of course. I have to be lean. She has to be lean. Because I think a lot of people wonder, well, why don't you just get softer or whatever? It's like, well, because they don't look as good. And, and anytime we attempt to be fuller, there is like a little sacrifice of conditioning as well. Yeah. So that's like, you know, if you guys were ever wondering, that's why I kind of have to stay on the leaner side. I pop much more when I'm yeah. leaner. So, yeah, you know, um, and that's the thing, too. There's a give and take, especially when you have and if you look at the, the petite, petite physiques. That'd be a funny team name, Petite Physiques. Ah, team Petite Physiques. <laughs> when you have, uh, you know, the Petite Physiques, a lot of the times they tend to be a little bit smaller, like a little bit leaner, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to do better. You look at like an Issa, she's always shredded, right? You look at a Janet, she's always pretty lean. You, uh, Ellie, exactly the same thing, you know? So you have these more Petite Physiques that are always coming in leaner, less you again, another one, right? So, um, and what, you know, I would say, you know, why is that? Well, you you're one, you're sacrificing some conditioning for fullness. That's the first one, the most obvious one. You know, if you're going to be super, super full, you're probably not going to be super, super tight. Right. So that's, that's the first one. But the other thing is too, is if everyone is really full around you and Ashley tries to just, and and she's the more petite physique, it doesn't make sense for her to be, to try to keep up with fullness. We're, if we try to play the fullness game, we're going to lose, you know, we're already going to be the small, the smallest one. So now we're going to be the same conditioning as all the really full people who, and then be smaller. Like that's, that's not a positive move. So you move in the direction of, okay, be more conditioned to give you a plus to offset the, the difference of the fullness, right? So people always say that, but I'm like, strategically, that doesn't make sense. Why would I make myself more average, you know, to be competitive? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense right. in that, in that. Now, if you were just as muscular, yes, compete on the same body mm-hmm. fat level. And the reason, and you're not going to be able to get as soft as them because you're not as big of muscle as them. And their muscles are going to show through the fat a little easier because it's bigger muscles, right? So right. that's it allows you to be fuller too. It allows you to be a little softer too. So, um, so yeah, there's all these give and takes. And I think, I think the question that you asked too is people were like, why don't, why doesn't she just take, you know, take a year off and take this? And I'm like, you guys always, always ask that, like, <laughs> as if they know how I function and know my genetics. You know what I mean? Like, well, <laughs> it's just well, it's the thing, like. It just doesn't make, it doesn't make a lot of sense to ask that in a way where it's so absolute. One, one, they're acting like you're doing bad at the Olympia. You're getting third the last two years. I'll take it. Yeah. Shoot. I'm like, dude, you guys, she's the number, she's the number one American in, you know, in the United States. She's the number three girl in the world. That's like, you guys, what are you doing here? Like, oh, why isn't she taking off season? She can, you know, be, I'm like, so there's a lot of things that go into that. And it's fun to kind of answer this because it's, it's all the talk. Everyone asks me and, um. And, and I answer, you know, I never answer four years. It's going to be on her. It's always her decision. But there's a, there's a few things. The biggest one is, here's the biggest thing, guys, because you guys are all going to ask this after the Arnold especially. Here's the biggest thing. If she takes a full year off and does only the Olympia, there's still no guarantee she's going to improve on placings. Right. And she loves competing. So you're taking something she loves for a hopeful outcome, which is she's already doing really, really well at which may not happen anyway. Right, so you you're may- putting your eggs all in one basket and just yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, hopefully I can do better, which maybe, maybe not. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> do you want to take the risk? Because newsflash, everyone, there's more to like the sport of competing than just one show. Yeah. Like I get it. The Olympia is the most important and most prestigious show followed by the Arnold. However, it's not everything. There's other shows that are equally as important and bring me a lot of joy and a lot of it's fun you know what I mean 
it's more than just the Olympia. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's, you know, there's other things it's, you know, um, besides just, but if you just take the IFBB out of the equation too, there's other things, there's sponsors, there's, um, you know, having fun like you do, you know, there's staying relevant in the sport. There's, uh, you're keeping your name in the circles for coaching clients. There's and all these practice. Yeah. Practice, practice. And, and it's just, there's a lot of it, but the main one I think is just the fun. You enjoy it. Yeah. You guys, you're, when you're an athlete, you're one ankle injury away from your career being done. Like you're, you're slipping on ice outside being done with your entire career. And mm -hmm. you just never know when that day is going to come. You know, you never, she had an eye injury once that knocked her out for well, not injury. or condition Condi yeah i issue yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and you know it's it's just you know one day you wake up and your knee hurts and there goes you know there goes your 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 show you know you could look at look for example uh um isa and um in wellness right hurt her knee and she had to pull out of the pull the arnold right we don't you know you don't know how long how long that lingering injury is going to mm -hmm. be so it's just as an athlete take advantage of your time oh, yeah. and i think it's important to, to weigh out everything you know um <clears throat> man it would be if we had a crystal ball and they just said, hey, you're going to win the Olympia again if you take off nine months, I don't think either of us would be like, okay, let's not do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not guaranteed. And yeah. I'm, I'm a very like realistic person. So I'm like, why would I take that chance and just hope and pray? Oh, yeah, maybe I'll do better. Because, you know, what would really suck is if I took all that time off and I didn't yeah. do better. And maybe I didn't even look better. You know, who's to say I'll even make those kind of improvements that would be noticeable. I'm still improving. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think it's at the rate as people would think, right? It might slow down my improvements a little bit, but I honestly don't think so because here's why. When I have a show coming up, I train way more intensely and I'm way more focused. Whereas like if I had a show that isn't for like nine months, I'd be like, uh, I'm not quite as motivated. So you know, I think like a lot of people might not see the improvements I'm making because I, since I compete frequently, the rate of which I'm improving, you're, you know, for example, whenever you check in like once a month, you're going to see more improvements than when you check in every day because yeah. there's small little improvements, but they're still happening, but they're just more uh, subtle from each show. Subtle, 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 right? But if you take, for example, my Olympia photo from um, 2022 and put it against my Olympia photo from 2019. Oh, you'll be able to see, yeah. but you might not be able to see my Olympia photo from last year to Arnold photo. Cause it's not enough time, but it's whoops. And so <laughs> it's, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into it and I don't think people think of it like that. They just think of like, Oh yeah, you, you'll do better if you take that time off. Not necessarily. And I would not want to, bet on that either i'm yeah. a very realistic person i don't like to take chances and it's like what do they say with like the stock market too you don't want to put everything all into one stock right yeah they do i've done it right terrible idea yeah bad <laughs> idea. so i don't want to do that either you know this is there's more to my career than just one show per year yeah you know and if you do one show per year go you know do it like yeah. that's awesome but for me i'm not taking those kind of chances yeah and it's the model, the model makes a lot of sense because you do see people who kind of climb and reach their their physique, their peak physique, right? And then they, um, and and it works, and you see it, right? But that's for them, and that was the trajectory of they were going to get to eventually. Had they have taken Ashley's method, maybe it would have taken them an additional year, but they would have still got there. They would have yeah. still reached that level of, you know, at what rate are we costing muscle by competing often? Probably at the rate of like she's probably getting sixty percent of the growth she would have if she did 100% bulk. But then you also have to take into account 
Now she has to diet off all the fat she gained too. And how much of that do we lose? So in the, the net difference, maybe 20% or something, it's nothing crazy. And as an advanced athlete, you know, if she were to put on eight pounds, which would be a crazy amount of muscle, eight pounds would probably put her in like a figure division. So we, we don't need that much anyway, you know, mm -hmm. so it's, it is happening and you just have to look at the picture. So it's, I'm glad we can answer that too. Oh yeah. I get asked that all the time too. It's like, yeah. People ask me that like, it's so absolute. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, if like you, what, <laughs> why don't you just take off another year and take win the Olympia? And I'm like, dude, one, like you don't know, Ashley, she loves competing. So you're yeah. going to take that away from her. And then what if she did it and then she looked worse? Yeah, that would suck. I would it, have so many regrets. Yeah. I would have been like, shoot, I should have just competed anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's also improvements to be made, even like with stage presence and refining your hair, makeup, suit, everything, every other little detail that goes into it, right? Yeah. But yeah, I just think that's silly. And you guys hear me say this all the time too. The Arnold and Olympia, they're exciting shows, but they're not fun shows. They're not fun fun they're exciting there's a difference a lot more pressure um a lot more eyes on you and it's exciting but i wouldn't consider like oh yeah loosey-goosey fun it's more of like intense yeah. kind of feeling so it's nice to have some fun in there too it keeps me going and you know i don't think i would be like a, going back to what i said i wouldn't be as focused or motivated if i only did one show per year i'd be sitting back like oh man, I'm not competing for a long time. I can just take it easy. And, you know, so that's just not my style. And yeah. I have taken longer off seasons last before. Year. You did last year. Well, not even just last year. I'm talking years before that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, and I didn't see like that crazy much of a difference, you know, back in the day, there was times I competed like three times a year and still it wasn't like I made crazy improvements in comparison to when I'm competing more frequently. So it's just something we have to monitor and keep in mind. But I, you know, I'm just taking advantage of the time that I have it made for me, you yeah. know? And, um, so why the heck not? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's fun. And there's, yeah, there's so many, there's so many other parts of it, right? Like arguments for, for and against and whatnot too. But, but the, I think the strongest one is that, you know, yeah, totally. what the, the net difference, you know, if we could, crystal ball it and say, yeah, for sure. There's, we would tomorrow. All right. We're not working. We're not, we're not doing any shows the Olympia, but it's just, yeah, it's just not that cut and dry, you know? Totally. So, um, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you answered that. Cause yeah, that's, totally. that's always the first thing. Like, uh, yeah. I get asked that all the time too. Well, why don't you just take like a, <laughs> all year off and just compete at the Olympia? Like, yeah. dude. like it's just a recipe. Like it's, 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 it's like, it's yeah, that's like, totally the answer. Cause I've never tried that before. Yeah. Like all the girls, <laughs> like all the girls are sitting at home right now and they're like, Oh, damn! I'm gonna lose the Olympia because Ashley took a season off. I, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like they, no, yeah. they're just gonna be like, okay, I guess I got to be a little better. Like they're not gonna just, you know? Yeah, that's, <laughs> like that's not, it's not how the physique work. It's, it's yeah, not. Exactly. If it were that easy, right? If it yeah. were that easy just to take the whole year off and <laughs> you would then do better at the Olympia, then if, yeah, like you said, of course we would, but it's not guaranteed. And I don't, I'm not a risk taker like that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to put all my eggs into one basket, hoping and praying I do better at the Olympia. Cause if I didn't, I would have so many regrets and I'm trying to live my life with the least amount of regrets possible. So for me, it's, it's a better bet just to kind of like do what I want, compete frequent, more frequently. Now, of course we do have to be smart about it as we are like we'll only do a, a few cluster of shows before we're like okay you're getting a little too stringy then we'll have to like pull back and fill back out but you know believe me we we have a lot of um we, we have a lot of discussion 
going into whatever shows I'm doing to make sure that I'm where I need to be and we're not doing stupid like just keep getting smaller and smaller kind of scenarios <laughs> like you will tell me okay Ashley we need to like yeah take a little break in between we take many breaks we don't take months and months and months and months break so it seems to be well for me I mean my body handles it pretty well I'd yeah. say and I would you know going back to that is my advantage you know we all have advantages my advantage anyway is like I'm really good at maintaining like you know once I'm there I'm pretty good to go you know so yeah but another thing going back even previously before too is like the whole like oh why don't you just come in softer and fuller yeah in a perfect world I would be fuller and just as lean right but that's not the case I'm always going to sacrifice a little bit of softness and conditioning and I think it's actually an advantage the girls that can pull off being softer and still look amazing and still pop that's actually an advantage that I don't have but it's an advantage yeah so and I gotta say this too just shout out they got it right this show this this Les Olympia, Laura Lee looked amazing. She still has nice tines and she's not overly ripped or anything. I I also would have chose her as first. So yeah, good job with a, that. It was a balance. It was a yeah. it was funny because uh I was talking to I mean I was talking I pretty much talked to everyone after the show. Um but I talked to Maureen too and I was like, you know, it's one of those things like it's a it's a wow factor versus a complete factor. And what are you going to go with that day? And, and, you know, Maureen was more of the complete factor, right? Mm -hmm. Her balance was there. Her fullness was there. Her roundness was there. But Laura Lee has the, the wow factor, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, do you go with it and, and go with that? And, you know, Laura Lee's, her, her, her only issue is her glutes are a little bit overdeveloped and a little bit overpowering to her physique, but it's, it's enough. It's not enough where it offsets her wow factor over that decision that day of Maureen's completeness, right? So it's like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I see the, I completely see the argument there, and it makes it makes perfect sense to me why we'd go with her that day. Huge improvements from the Olympia to the Arnold, and it just shows you, you know, the fullness factor yeah. being a big factor, and it looks like the they're going um, with with that. Well, the girls that they had to choose from were the fuller girls there, so they went they went with those those uh, that fuller physique, the little softer physique, which which I'm happy if you could pull that off. I'm really happy that they allow that, you know, mm -hmm. because there was a time where they weren't allowing that, you know, and, and I think that a lot of girls were struggling with getting their conditioning levels down to, let's say, like a year level conditioning. And that was kind of a standard for everyone mm -hmm. for a certain point. So now it's kind of both. Right. It's kind of whatever's best on the physique. So um, I'm super happy with it because it gives, you know, I think that's the thing about bikini that it should be for everyone. And I think everyone should be able to do bikini, whatever, whatever your structure is, maybe not at the highest level, but still be able to hit the parameters of meeting a criteria, a criteria of a physique. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I think that that's great. And I'm, I'm glad they're doing that, toning it down a little bit with men's physique too. Cause it's the same kind of, thing. I was in that situation where it's like, yeah, unless I'm a bodybuilder, I can't do men's physique, right. <laughs> which is still kind of the case, but, yeah. but at least bikini, it's like, you know, well, maybe I'm just a little, I can never get shredded. Well, then you can aspire to be more like the, the fuller girls and you're the girl who's a little more petite. Okay. Well, maybe you aspire to be more like an Ashley or a Janet or Issa where you're a little bit, where you're a little bit leaner. Right. So it just kind of creates that, mm -hmm. what, you know, the best look for that frame. Yeah. And I like that that's an option for everyone too. And Absolutely. I think it's, it's a little more obtainable when it's mm -hmm. that way now than it would be if everyone had to be shredded. Oh yeah. You know? And I think the cool thing about bikini is too, is like that you'll see different levels of conditioning on stage. Like, even though I would say I'm probably a little more conditioned than most, I would say, for bikini, maybe. Maybe I'm in the middle, actually. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at the Arnold's, like, last weekend, I was by no means the most conditioned one either. So there's something to be said for that as well. Yeah. There was girls backstage that actually 
had some striated glutes, which I was, whoa, Um, I will never have a striated glute. So I'm, I'm by no means like the most conditioned. I I think I stay in that like um, borderline where it's like, I've never, I don't think I've been told in a long time that I was overly conditioned. I was just told like, you're fine with your conditioning. Don't get leaner, but I haven't gotten marked down for being overly conditioned. So I'm kind of riding the line sometimes, definitely not at the Arnold's, but like there's been times where maybe I was riding the line, but, um, no, not over the top because yeah, I'm not veiny. I'm not like overly strided in my opinion. And for certain, my glutes aren't strided either. Yeah. So that's when you probably go in too far in bikini when you have zebra striped glutes pumping up backstage. <laughs> zebra, zebra striped. Zebra striped. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. on your glute when they're pumping up, you can see like the like horizontal lines. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, whoa. The feathering of the glutes. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I've never seen that <laughs> in yeah. my own glutes anyway. So It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I was seeing, and you can see it a lot in the walk and then when they're doing glute kickbacks and stuff, you're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah maybe pushed it a little too far there. Yeah. yeah and when you've pushed it, when you've pushed it too far, every we've had it happen maybe twice where the judge is like maybe a little too lean. Um, they always they don't say they've never been like whoa, you yeah. guys, what are you doing? Like you know what did you do? Like it's always been like ah oh, maybe just a little bit too lean, and then that would be like a show where you got second because of it mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. So it wasn't like you know you were so lean we didn't even put that you was, in the call. Yeah, that was that. I think the last time I got told I was too lean was in Spain in two thousand and twenty one. Yeah. That was the last time I got told I was too lean. Um, and I would agree. I was probably too lean too. I think like for me, when I do get too lean, you can see it in my core. Like my core gets really small, not ribby though. I don't, I never have ribs, but I get like abs, like my abs, my six pack, which I never train by the way. They're just there, (laughs) but I'm glad that I don't get ribby though. That's one good thing. I have too much serratuses to get ribby. So you won't see that on me. Yeah. Especially the smaller framed girls, when they get ribby, it looks it looks skinny, right? Mm. When they get ribby, so I'm glad you don't get that too. Yeah, it's, right. It's hard when you get a really small frame girl with ribs. It's 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 hard to make them not look stringy, right? Because their whole core is like, you know, small and then bony, and you're like, yeah. ugh, so tough. You know, it's so tough with that. Yeah. So um, when we say ribby, we mean like where you can count the ribs, not yeah. not your actual like rib cage like shelf I guess more of like you can count like one two three four five six ribs like yeah. that's when it's considered ribby I guess so any other uh takeaways you saw from the Arnold I mean um nothing really nothing that I've seen is changing in terms of posing nothing no big things have changed actually I did notice with is it just me or are they getting a little more basic with the posing now oh the routines yeah yeah which thankfully like they, okay, so we didn't have any time limits at the Arnold for the prejudging. We did actually at finals, but not for prejudging. I could have sworn like there used to be a lot more fanfare, like, woo. Yeah. I would like, like to see the timer on those Does two. that make sense? What, yeah. what am I looking for? Flamboyant? Yeah, like, flamboyant. Time yeah. of just, it seems to be more basic, which is more in my style, but. I don't know. I could be wrong. I just saw from backstage. No, I would agree. Yeah, I agree. I think that people got the memo last year. So there is that. Yeah, because Sandy always says the more time you spend on stage, the more time we can see your flaw, the more opportunities. Like, so maybe, maybe. Yeah, they were getting pretty crazy. I think it got to one girl had a two minute posing routine. Yeah. Which is. When was that? uh, It was a smaller show. I forget what. But then that's when they made the announcement. And then it was like Tarek. And he was like, 
Hey, you know, Tarek, he's just, he's hilarious. He said something about his hair changed by the time he was doing, like his hair went gray by the end of it or something. He was like, he's like, he's like, this you stop with these long posing routines. He's like, there's no reason for you to be doing longer than a bodybuilding's posing routine. You yeah. have to do, you know, all their mandatories and all this. So, um, and after that, they kind of made the, the rule. And then you started seeing those really, they were trying to figure it out at first. I think San Antonio had the, had the 20 second posing routine one. And then, um, after that, there was like, okay, let's go to 30. And then it was, was it, was it 45 at the Olympia or something like that? Yeah. So, so yeah. So people, I think got the memo. Okay. It's just a front and back pose. <laughs> I don't need to do anything but a front and back pose yeah. and then just get out of there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're still doing some walking, but not like it used to be. I swear, like, like you've last before last year or whatever, it was more like, how many times are you going to walk up and back and do the same pose? Like, okay, we got it. But at finals, they gave us a one-minute posing routine. They said not to walk back or front. So okay. I don't know how many people did, but I didn't. But they were calling, like, next, next, basically. So I was like, I'm not playing that game. I'll just take take it a quick, quick little routine <laughs> here. So, yeah, you know, I think that's good, though. That's really good. Um, it's good for the fans, too, honestly, because – um, you know, I'm, I'm a coach, but even if I wasn't coaching, I would still go to the Arnold, the Olympia. Like I would still go to these shows cause it's fun to watch, you know, as a fan. And so as a fan, when you're at the, Ar when you're at the Olympia and there's 56 girls, if they all did a minute and 20 second minute, 30 second posing routine, like even I would get bored at a certain point. It's like 90 minutes of posing, you know, mm -hmm. before judging. And I feel bad for everyone backstage who's trying to keep a pump. I mean, there's a certain point there where you're like, well, should I get a meal in? <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's two hours before you're getting back on stage. So it's just as a, as a fan, and, and that's what, you know, what keeps the, the bills paid is the fans of the sport, right? It keeps it going. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I do like the faster thing, too. Yeah, so, yeah. totally. Yeah, so. but it was, a, it was a good Arnold and a great way to start out the season. And, um, oh, did we even say how, what my place was? That's oh. funny. Did we actually go through this whole thing without, <laughs> like, <laughs> I got fourth. <laughs> yeah, she got fourth. First call That's out again. That's so funny. So. I think it's like, that was like the focus of it. And <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, by the way. Yeah, so I got fourth and um, um, basically it was like the Olympia, except for Laura Lee's placing, hopped up. So yeah, I was in the first call, first call to four. So yeah, it's kind of cool to step on back on stage with the girls and I think it was kind of cool too is you can kind of see sometimes little physique changes within the um, competitors you'll find that some of the competitors um from the Olympia they um came back softer some leaner um I think my conditioning kind of stayed the same honestly yeah um from the Olympia um so not a whole lot of changes but you know I even kept the same suit so yeah. yeah, yeah. The biggest change was was uh, everyone else is yeah very similar. Um, biggest change was Laura Lee uh, filling out and uh, yeah. No, I wouldn't say well. very similar. I think some came back a little softer. Well, more from yeah, the Olympia. Jennifer, I think was a tiny bit. Yeah, it's a tiny bit. Softer, and I'm not even just, a tiny bit. Yeah, too, I mean yeah. the other competitors too. Some oh, of them came back yeah. leaner. Some I'm talking softer. about the top. Yes. I'm not talking about ever, or just anybody in particular. I'm saying some. It's interesting to see like people try different looks is what I'm trying to say. Because uh, yeah. in bikini, you got to do that. You got to try different looks. You got to try softer. You got to try more condition. See what fits you, and um, you know. Yeah, the whole, in in terms of the whole lineup, yeah, you're right. There's mm -hmm. very little changes in the top four besides Loralee, and then the oh, rest you mean placing wise? I meant physique wise. Yes, physique wise. Yeah, very the very little changes besides the Loralee was a good big change, and everyone else was minute changes. And then, but 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 um, from fifth on, there was big changes too. Yeah. You know, who I was super impressed with too was Romina. She came back. She looked really good. She did. I was I was when she came. I was like, dang! I even told her. I was like, 
best best I've seen you. So I was like super happy to see her mm-hmm. um, looking really good too. So it was cool. It was fun to see these people just, you know, making improvements. Can I just say something too? I'm glad I wore a freaking green suit. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys already know. Blue, 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 blue. There's a blue sea up there. Blue, blue, yeah. blue, blue. Sandy even said something about it. On the Blue or bluish purple. Because the first, <laughs> like, they, you know how the initial comparisons, it's like five girls. Uh-huh. And it was either five in the first and four in the second. Was uh-huh. it however it was with you? And it, I think it was five in the first. And no, they it was, were, it was first call. It was four call. No, no, the um, initial comparisons, not first oh, call. Oh, you mean the group? The comparison. group comparisons, yeah. Um, they were all blue. And Sandy said something about it. She's like, you guys all got the memo to wear, <laughs> wear blue today or something like that. Shoot, what if I wore red? That would have been really different. Yeah. Because green's still cool color, but red is warm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's uh, it was, it's a blue it's a blue season, guys. It's a blue it's season. It's been a blue season it's for, true. for like true. five years. Yeah. It's such a safe color, though. It looks good. <laughs> it is good. safe because it looks good on everyone. Yeah. So if you guys want a suit color that you know is going to look good on you, blue. Yeah. Royal blue specifically. You can't go wrong. No one's going to say, no judge is going to say that's a horrible color on you. Yeah, for <laughs> it's sure. It's going to look great. <laughs> so I guess with that, guys, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's so, it until the next show, you know. Season is started. It's officially started, and I'll be much more excited about it once I get some sleep. Poor Hopefully Ashley. tonight. So, yeah, sorry if I'm very low energy today, guys. So yeah. I told I told Adam before we started this podcast, I'm like, you're probably going to have to carry this one. You're probably going to have to carry this one because I'm going to be really... Uh, bland. My personality is very bland today. <laughs> very tired. And to, to make it easier on Ashley, I'm going to give you a, a public a PSA. Uh, she knows all the tricks for sleeping, guys. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> the guys, Believe we'll, it or not, we'll, I've tried melatonin. Yeah, we'll say this and she'll get DMs, like 100 <laughs> Have DMs. you tried melatonin? Have you tried? Have you just, da, 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 da. Yeah, the, oh, no, we haven't oh, tried. Oh, believe me, I've tried. Melatonin. <laughs> I no. have not tried sleeping in a coffin like Dracula, though. You should, maybe that's the Like problem. standing up. Maybe in a coffin, dude. You, can you sleep on planes? Heck no! Are you kidding me, Adam? I can't. I can't Adam, I can't even nap. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> you know, I saw I saw a a woman on a plane sleeping, and I was so envious of her because she had this blow up contraption. It oh was, yeah, and you go like this. Yeah, I never. That was so. She blew it up, and then she just like you lay on it like this. It's it's so smart. I was like, man, I'd really want one of those right now. Yeah, I can <laughs> sleep in first class when it's reclined to like flat. Yeah, and if it's overnight, but yeah, I'm not a good sleeper. That's one of my disadvantages of life. I'm not a good sleeper, yeah. or maybe it's not because sometimes I can function on five hours and be perfectly normal. Yeah, except for right now because I'm jet lagged, guys. I'm really jet lagged. Sorry. <laughs> So till the till the next one. I'm excited for this season, Ashley. We're gonna yeah. have a lot of fun this year. Woo! We're gonna have yeah, we a are. ton of fun this year. I'm excited for it. So yeah. anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for watching and we'll talk to you later. Bye.